You're listening to Red Leg Nation Radio, the official podcast of RedLegNation.com. Welcome to Red Leg Nation Radio. This is Bill Lack, and today we are thrilled to be joined by the Reds Minor League Player of the Year, Devin Mazzarocco. Welcome, Devin, and thanks for being back with us again. Well, thank you, Bill. Thanks for having me. First thing we have to do is congratulate you on the amazing year you had last year. What a season. Yeah, um, it, you know, things went right. and just uh, appreciate that. And, uh, had a good year. Probably from talking to you last year. I was just going to talk about that. You know, I, you and I have joked about this, but, you know, a year ago you joined us and you had that great season. So we spent the whole summer taking credit for the season you were having. We were really glad we could help you out, you know. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Let's talk about last season for a couple of minutes. Um, going into spring training last year, did you have any feelings that you, you know, your your career would just kind of explode the way it did? Uh, you know, I never really thought about any number wise. Uh, you know what I would do. I I knew that I felt as good as I ever have uh, at the plate and uh, athletically wise. So that you know, I think. Part of it was just we, we kind of switched my uh, workout routines and kind of just got back to, uh, you know, being an athlete. I did a lot of uh, football drills and basketball drills, just stuff to, to get back to being an athlete as opposed to just getting stronger, getting bigger, getting stronger. I think I was at to the point where, you know, I was plenty strong. It was just a matter of getting back and doing things naturally and just letting things happen. And I think, you know, that carried throughout the year and it really showed. You talking about getting stronger brought something to mind here. Is, is flexibility something a catcher really needs to work on? Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Flexibility is something that, I mean, every, every squat it, it, it comes into play. It, uh, if you can get in a good position catching wise, that's half the battle. I think whenever guys they say that guys can't catch, it's just it's because they can't get in a good position to be able to catch the ball. And for me, uh, you know. That's my main thing is just maintaining my flexibility and adding any if I can. And uh, those are the things that me and my trainer worked on this offseason. When you, when you hear the the, the, national, the the football guys, the NFL guys talk as they as they progress in their career, they talk about the game slowing down as you get experience. Did the game seem to get easier for you last year? I mean, did the game seem to slow down? Yeah, I think I think I you know I slowed it down myself as as opposed to in the past I would try to do certain things on in a bat or in the field you know I think this year I just let things happen and uh, you know let my skill just naturally come out and uh, it wasn't so much the pace of the game slowed down I think I just was more relaxed and slowed things down in my head. Looking at your numbers, it also looks like you, you really had a healthy season last year. Were you were you pretty healthy all year? Yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, as far as, uh, you know, I had trouble with my wrist and my, my hand in the past. This year there was there was nothing with that. It was more, you know, I had a pulled muscle for a week or so, and that was about it. Nothing major. It was just, uh, there's no doubt that uh, being healthy definitely helped out as well. You, you, you were as healthy as a catcher that catches that many games can be, right? 
Right, exactly. <laughs> You're never going to be scotch-free. It's always uh, there's always something. Do you, Do you think being healthy for that season allowed you to get into a rhythm and keep it going all year? Yeah, I think so. I, I think if you uh, would look at my stats at the end of my season two years ago, right before I got hurt, I was swinging the bat pretty well, and I, I was starting to feel comfortable. And then I got hurt, and you know, it took me a while to come back. And then out in the Arizona. I, I felt real confident, and you know, I, I was playing well out there. And I think, I think it all started, you know, for me this, this past year was the last month I had in Sarasota, and then that carried over into instructional league out here uh, last fall, and then you know, it, 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 it was just kind of kept building on that. And you know, I got some confidence out in the fall, and then came back into last year, and things just. Uh, played out the way I wanted them to. When we talked about a year ago, you, you had said that you had hoped to start last year in AA, and the Reds started you in Lynchburg and high A. Were you disappointed that the Reds sent you back to the same level? No, I, you know, I thought it, I thought it was kind of a blessing. Uh, at the time, I, I didn't think I knew that Pat Kelly was going to be the manager in high A, and it turned out that he was going to be the manager in as far as the catching-wise, I think this year he's going to be our catching coordinator. He's going to go around in the beginning of the year and then go to Billings. But he's a, he's a really good catching guy, and I think that helped me more so uh, than anything, just as far as I, I got comfortable behind the plate, and I didn't have a whole lot of trouble with that, and I could focus on just, uh, you know, on offense and everything, and there's no doubt it, it showed. Yeah, I mean, you played early in the season like you wanted to show the Reds that they'd made the wrong decision. Uh, I mean, you you tore up the Carolina League. You were hitting three thirty five with 10 homers and OPS over 1,000 in 43 games when they got called up. Did you get to the point where you started to wonder, you know, when the call would come to send you up to Carolina? You know, like, what do I got to do? Or, 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 you know, do you start, are there times, you know, would you have days when you go, okay, you know, I'm ready to try something new here? Uh, I really enjoyed my time, you know, with Lynchburg. I, I, I really don't have any complaints. And, you know, we had some talks where it was, uh, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. It, it, it'll happen. And uh, at, at the time that it did, it, you know, I think it was a perfect timing for me to go up. I was pretty hot. And, uh, you know, that kind of – I wouldn't say it carried over because the first week I kind of struggled, but – it gave me some confidence going into uh, double A there. Yeah, I didn't want to insinuate that you you know that you didn't enjoy your time in Lynchburg or anything like that. But but I guess my point what I was trying to make, I guess they didn't make it very well, is you were playing. No, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, you yeah, were playing so well that I, I, I know with me, I'd be going, okay, you know, I've I've done what I needed to do here. I'm ready to try a new challenge. You know, well, right? I think in, in this profession, if you're thinking about the next level up, you're, you're going to struggle, no matter what it is. I think Ooh, you just point. have to focus on the present and uh, let things happen. Is, that's a, I think that's a great point. Um, you played 56 games in Carolina, and you may have struggled a little early, but you still had an OPS of 957, uh, and you got a late-season call-up to AAA. As late as it was in the season, were you surprised that you that you got called up to AAA, or did you did, did you know that you were going to get a late season call up because of what was going on in the organization? Uh, I was really surprised, to tell you the truth. I was, uh, I think we were in Jacksonville, and 
and David Bell called me, and you know, I don't know if I can't remember if I was sleeping or what I was doing, but anytime you see a call from the manager, it's kind of kind of a surprise. So uh, once he told me, I was you know pretty thrilled to get that shot, and uh, I, I was definitely surprised, no doubt. Yeah, you made a bit of a splash in your first couple games in Louisville. You were kind of a legend for a couple of days there. Tell us about those first couple of days. Well, uh, you know, I drove up there from Carolina and I played in the game. I didn't play in the game the first night I was there, but the next night. And uh, I, I think that's always the easiest part whenever you move up is, is uh, playing in the game, you know, because then on the other times you're, you know, getting – to know new teammates and, uh, you know, trying to fit in in the clubhouse and trying to find a place to live and all that. So the other times are a little hectic. But once the game comes around, it's just, you know, do what you do natural. And things uh, kind of had a good game the first night, and there was only there was only ways to go down after that first night, that's for sure. Well, didn't you have, didn't you have a couple of big knocks in both your first two games? Yeah, my, my first game uh, – I had a walk-off grand slam, and then in the next game, my, my first at bat, I had another grand slam. So you had back-to-back grand slams. Right, back-to-back. I don't, you know, I, I <laughs> that doesn't happen too often. That, but that can't be too good. No, not at all. <laughs> you climbed three levels last year, and, and did you have to make any adjustments climbing through three levels, or did the progression seem pretty natural to you? Uh, I think at the plate, it, you know, it was pretty natural. I was just doing what I was doing and uh, just battling the pitchers as much as I could and trying to figure out how they were trying to pitch me in that. And uh, I think behind the plate is where the adjustment comes, just as far as learning how to handle certain guys and learning what to call. You know, the, those guys that were up in AAA, they know what they want to do. And that's something that I sort of almost struggled with a little bit was just, learning how to call the game the way that they want it. Because, you know, all pitches aren't different. And these guys, they, they, they know exactly what they want to throw every count. And it, it's something that it is definitely an adjustment and I have to work on. When the season ended, you'd caught 93 games last year, which was almost 20 more than the year before. How tired were you at the end of the year? Well, I, you know, I, I wouldn't say I was completely gassed. I mean, I, I, I was definitely could feel it, but uh, I, I think it's good to build on uh, catching games. You know, it, everybody talks about pitchers building their innings and everything, but I think, you know, if, if a catcher goes from catching 60 games to catching 120, he's going to be pretty gassed at the end of the year. And yeah. uh, I think the way that things are going right now, it, I'm on a pretty good pace, and hopefully this year I'll be able to up it even a little more. You finished up the year playing out in the Arizona Fall League for, with all the top prospects in baseball. Tell us a little bit about that experience. Well, it was a good experience. I mean, our team struggled a little bit, but, you know, the group of guys that we had and the, the coaches, it was, it was a very enjoyable experience. And uh, I got a chance to go to the, the Rising Stars game where, you know, it was I think the best part was it was on TV, so my grandparents and everyone could watch. They really enjoyed that. Well, but that's pretty it great. Was, uh, yeah, it was cool. It was uh, it, it was definitely a good experience, you know, and I got to play with uh, <coughs> Dave Sappel and Chris McGrone out there and uh, a couple of pitchers. It was, it was fun. You know, I played with them the whole year, and we just continued out there and had some fun. 
looking at the numbers, it looked like your offense suffered out there, and I read somewhere that your defense, you struggled a little defensively out there. Were you happy with how you played out there? Uh, you know, I, I, I didn't play the, the best that I could, uh, no doubt about that. I I was dealing with kind of a, a bone bruise on my index finger, catching-wise, mm. Yeah, and it, it just bugged, bugged the heck out of me. It, you know, it happened at the end of last year in AAA, and I... I had to miss our last playoff game. I mean, my finger, I could barely fit in my glove. And then it just continued to happen out there, and it was just just a, a real nuisance. And, uh, you know, I, now everything's fine. It's just it had to just uh, needed a little bit of rest to go yeah. away. Okay, let's move on a little bit. Tell us, uh, how's your offseason been? Where, where, where'd you spend the offseason? Uh, I was just back home in Pennsylvania. Uh you know, I, I, I tell you the truth, in the offseason, about all I do is I go hunting and watch football and work out. That's about that's what my offseason consists of. What do you, what do you, are, are you a, 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 a bow hunter or a rifle, you know? And, well, and this year I'm the fall of archery season, so I, I got one with a rifle, but I, I do an archery hunt, a rifle hunt, muzzle loader, pretty much any anything they can put in my hands I'll use. Are you are you do you hunt deer? Yeah, white tail deer. Okay. White tail we go turkey hunting, you know, heck I'll I'll do anything out there. <laughs> you got to go on the Reds caravan this year this year and and I believe you were at Reds Fest also. Tell us about those experiences. Oh, they're awesome. You know what? Coming up through the miners, it's you see a red fan here or there, but you know, in Dayton there's a there's a bunch and in Louisville I'm sure there's quite a few, but you don't really realize how many people support the team. And, uh, you know, we went out on stops, and I was with a fun bunch. You know, we had a ton of fun out on the bus, just me and uh, Marty Brenneman, Lee May, and Brandon Phillips. It was just, it was very enjoyable. I've and heard I've heard Lee May is a card. Oh, yeah. He's, 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 I, he's just hilarious. You know, he's got so many stories from uh, back in the, Big red machine days and all that, and it's it, it's just fun to listen to. Um, getting ready for spring training, I can't remember. Is this your first time in the big league uh, camp? No, I, I've been in big league camp the past two years. It'll be my third year. Okay, tell us about what that experience is like for a minor league guy. Uh, it, I think he just kind of sit there and listen and learn, you know, you know, you don't say a whole lot, you just kind of pick a guy's brain here and there, but uh, just to see guys go the way they go about their business is, is the biggest thing for me, you know. Even if you just watch uh, some of them guys stretch, you know, Scott Rowland stretch, it's just, you know, it, you'll learn from him, just anything he does, and uh, it's it, it's fun to watch. So I guess part of the, the, the Reds uh, plan and bringing young guys like you and, and we talked to Matt Clinker the other day and Matt's going to be getting his first experience in the same thing is is to learn learn from, learn how to be a professional you know major league player from these guys that's part of the deal I guess for the, the reason for inviting you guys to this right I think you know you pick some up little each year and uh, it, that'll help you out tenfold throughout the season and uh, I think it's good just to have the young guys in there just to see how they go about their business. You know, no nobody is comes in and plays a whole lot right away. You just kind of 
learn from these guys and watch them and see if there's anything you can pick up. Did you do anything different this off season to, in conditioning to, to get ready for this this year? No, uh, I was told, uh, you know, by the the people with the Reds, the strength and conditioning, to do do the exact same thing I did last year. So that, that's what I did. Yeah, it's kind of hard. It'd be kind of hard to argue with the results, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, I, everything. Uh, I did the exact same thing, so I'm I'm ready to go. After the after the huge year you had last year, jumping three levels, winning the minor league player of the year award for the Reds, do you feel any more pressure on you this year than you did prior to this year? No, I don't think so. I mean, for me, the goal has always been to have a career in the major leagues, and in, until that happens, uh, I'm always going to put pressure on myself. I'm always going to feel like, you know, this is what I got to do. I got to do this, and. Uh, like I said, there, there, you know, for me, pressure really isn't something that I, I feel a whole lot. It's just, it's something I know that I can accomplish my ultimate goal, and it, it's, it just looks, helps me look towards that. There's no short-term pressure. I know everything, as long as I play the way that I can, it'll work out in the end. When we talked about a year ago, Devin, you were still, you know, a fairly long way away from the big leagues. You were coming out of A ball, and we thought you'd start in Double A, and you didn't. Now, when last season ended, you're basically a phone call away from the big leagues. Is that something you think about? You know how close your dream is now. Uh, you know, I, I don't like I said before. It, you got to focus on the present in this game, and if you don't, and let that slip away, you know, bad things are going to happen. It's when it happens. I'm sure you know it won't hit me till about the third inning of my first game or something like that. But uh, it's just, you know, it's always been a lifelong dream to get there. But I, I think, like I said, the ultimate goal is to have a career. Most people in most publications and, you know, all the baseball magazines seem to believe that you're going to start the year in AAA, and I would assume you'll be the everyday catcher. What do you think you need to improve? still need to improve to make that last jump? Well, I think for any young catcher, the uh, the toughest part about breaking into the big leagues is just, you know, learning the staff, learning what guys want to throw, when, how, and uh, just how you control the personality. Because, you know, you don't want to be a young guy going up there and uh, making a whole lot of comments and saying a bunch of stuff. You want to you, you want to go in with the right approach and learn how to handle the guys the way they need to be handled, but not not be overly, you know, over the top. So it, it's just just the handling the staff aspect is something that I think needs needs to be focused on this year and in the upcoming years. Corky Miller was re-signed. You know, he's back in the organization this year, and, and I'm assuming he's going to be probably be your backup most of the time in Louisville. What can you learn from a guy like Corky Miller? Oh, Corky's awesome. He, even the short time that I was with him uh, in Louisville, I think, you know, he was there two weeks or something while I was there, maybe even a week and a half. But he, he, he'll he really, you know, he'll help you out as much as much as you want to ask. He'll he'll talk about it for, you know, as long as you're sitting there. And he, he's been around the game for such a long time and knows so much. I mean, it's almost like having a second manager. Rick Sweet in Louisville is awesome. And then 
and on top of that, you have Corky. Who I think if anybody has a question, they'll go right to him, and you know, he'll, he's not afraid to give you his two cents and help you out as much as he can. That Louisville team, there's going to had had tremendous talent last year, and it looks like it's going to have just as much talent this year. Um, we I talked to Matt. We when Matt we talked to Matt, you know, a week or so ago, and we were talking about the the, the rotation that we're looking at at Louisville. It said, you know, there may be some major league teams that don't have rotations as good as you're going to have at AAA. Um, you've thrown to most of these guys. Are some are are, are there certain pitchers? That are harder for you to catch than others. Uh, I think the obvious one would be uh, Chapman. I don't think anybody would say he's really <laughs> easy to catch. But uh, other than that, you know, I think it's just a matter of getting on the same page with guys. Uh, there's not a sinker baller guy, you know, would be a little bit tougher. But there's really not any guys out there that are impossible to handle, other than Chapman. It's just. It's a, it's a matter of just getting on the same page and figuring out what you want to throw and they want to throw. When you get to this time of the year, you know, spring training about to start, uh, are you excited for the season or, or is it just a, you know, time to get back to work mentality, a lunchbox mentality? Oh, no doubt I'm excited. It's, uh, you know, heck, I would rather not be doing anything else. This is what I want to do and I'm lucky enough to have that opportunity and, you know, every day I go out on the field, it's it, it's a joy, it's an excitement. I mean, it, you know, it's something that can't be explained. Well, Devin, that's really all we've got tonight. And, and, and as always, we want to thank you for giving us some of your time. And we want to wish you luck in spring training and during the season. And maybe we can catch up with you at some part in the year and see how it's going down there in Louisville. Or maybe we'll even see you at Great American Ballpark this summer. And if not this summer, then very soon. But thanks again very much. Well, thank you, Bill. Appreciate it.